Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 426 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Roel Witten. Oh, man. What's going on, my friend? <laughs> yeah, man. Busy days it's around a, here. For both of us. It's been a, yeah, it's been a busy week for the Blue Harvest guys. Me and Will hung out not on one day, but on two days, because Will in his insane best friend ever type moves that he's known to do. He comes into town on Sunday to help me um, pack, help me grab some stuff that I can't reach. He also had the unenviable job of helping me correct the boxes I fucked up when I first started packing. Because <laughs> I had two, like, I don't, I don't even know how to estimate how heavy these boxes were because they were just filled with books, hardback books, Blu-rays, and video games. They were probably 150 to 200 pound boxes. Yeah. And so like, I'm like, fuck yeah, start putting stuff in boxes, packing it in there. I'm like, shit, I'm, ex I'm efficient. I got plenty of boxes to pack. Look what I got done in two boxes, got them all taped up, you know? And then I go, I wonder how heavy these are. And I go to try to move it, and it doesn't budge. No matter what angle I can get down on it, you know, obviously I'm not generating the world's most force moving a, a wheelchair around or stuff, but I can't make it budge. And I have this thought of like, oh, I fucked up. So, will help me fix all that. Two boxes turned into mini boxes. And I was like, yeah, oh, those so this two is boxes turned into five or six boxes just because I had to redistribute <sighs> the books and DVDs, basically. Yeah. And because they were well packed. The thing is, you did such a good job. It was just a solid cube of content. It, it was a cube <laughs> of media, it mm -hmm. was a cube of knowledge, like, and it was dense. And then, can you imagine? If I didn't have a galaxy brain friend like you that was like, hey, man, this is kind of basic physics. Let me show you how to do this here. Right. Um, that those no, bad dude. things would have just been sitting there and the movers show up and I'd be like, so, yeah, I got these two boxes. And they go, can you imagine the embarrassment if they were like, hey, man, what the fuck? <laughs> the hmm. fuck is in here? Are you transporting bodies? <laughs> No, it's books about Final Fantasy and uh, video games. You guys ever heard of Xeno Gears on the PlayStation <laughs> 1? <clears throat> um, that was what was the saddest part of the whole affair was that I didn't get to go through everything as I moved it over, right? Yep, yep. It was like moving treasure. 
right? Because you're like, oh, oh, this is cool. Oh, good. and then you're telling yourself in your head, just get it in a box, get it in a box, and move on. Get Go to the, the next box. handful. I'm like, oh, I want to look at this. Oh, I want to look at this. What is this? That's why. Oh, this is old. This is sweet. I haven't seen this in a long time. You know, it was just like a box of treasures, buddy. I and let me tell you, I ha- so there was a time when, so like. I had so many DVDs. I had a lot of DVDs. I was a DVD guy. I was one of those DVD guys, right? Mm-hmm. That I had so many DVDs in a closet where I was like, when I'm sitting there looking at all the sh- stuff I need to pack up, and I go, I think the DVD's got to go. I don't think I can, I can't transport dead media. Like, these are cool. And yeah, there's some of this stuff that's maybe not on streaming, but come on, man. When am I going to watch that? When am I going to watch the jacket with Adrian Brody ever again? Why do I own it? I don't know. You never know. We could go through hard times. (laughs) We could come under attack and they could shut down the internet and you could host, you know, fucking block party movie night with a projector and your collection of DVDs and Blu-rays. No, man. If that happened, if that happened, first of all, I'm what, what is the movie, um, like where they the aliens invade them like body snatcher you need to see if i've Mm. been body snatched if you think i'm the kind of dude that in a massive worldwide internet outage goes out on a front lawn and goes hey guys so i've got uh all of buffy and (laughs) angel on blu-ray so (laughs) you guys feel like binging some serious shit we got to just get through the first season of buffy and then it's pretty good Season four. Pop out one of those lit ribbon lattice lawn chairs. Yeah, nah, not me. Now you're going in my new house. You know what I'd just be doing? Gobbling it up in my little goblin cave in the basement. Because. Ooh, that'd be cool. So anyway, Will comes and helps. Oh, you do have that. Yeah. Will comes over and helps me get like I'm in a golden place packing. When we get done recording here, I'm going to disassemble the PC. Right, that's what I'm gonna pack up because I don't really? really need it until after I move. Right, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then um, I got a few things in the kitchen, and then that's kind of it. But I'm also having to go over to the new place and get it set up and shit. And so we're packing, and on Sunday, Will goes, "So hey, I gotta leave here in a little bit." I'm like, "Cool, thank you, buddy." And he's like, "Do you need me to come back tomorrow?" And I was like, "Oh, buddy." No, man, I'm just going to, um, you know, I have to go close on the house and shit. I can't I close on a house. And um, I was going to go over there and get some stuff set up. And the internet guy was coming by to put internet in, right? Mm-hmm. And Will goes, all right, well, I'm going to see if my mom will watch the kids and I'll come over tomorrow. And I, I'll be damned if Will and I didn't pull into my driveway my new driveway um right at the same time like i pulled in and i was Mm -hmm. like who's that pulling into my driveway and then i was like oh that's will and then will was like i didn't know you were behind me Mm -hmm. um so will got to check out the new place that was fun um and he helped me set up shit there man two banana stickers for you my dude you're a good friend buddy i appreciate that no man that's what friends are for and you know to help out when you need help i uh i was just glad that my mom was able to watch the kids and i was able to come help you out 
I uh, I was disappointed that I didn't get to put together the entertainment center. The dresser took longer than I anticipated. Oh my God. And I, uh, but, and the funny thing is, like, it was really good to see you, but I really didn't get to visit with you. There no, was man. the initial high and the goodbye, but for the most part, we worked. I yeah, mean, man. we worked the whole time, both days. Just I was getting, st- you know, I was building a cat tree while yeah, Will you set was up a the, cat tree, litter the, boxes. Man, I was. Uh, getting all the stuff tomorrow is probably when i have to start my fucking operation dumbo drop ass mission to move move the cats i'm gonna move two of them tomorrow i think so okay oh boy that is maybe one of my last bigger pieces of anxiety coming up about this whole thing the moving day i'm a little anxious about but um moving these beasts whew as Walter, hold on, man. I'm going to turn on the camera so you can see what's going on while I'm sitting here. <clears throat> can you see this? I can. Look at this. Sitting on your chest. Yeah. Laid out like I'm yeah. craving the hunter. Uh-huh. Um, like you skinned him for pelt. N- no way. Never. Never. No, I meant that's how he's laying. They are starting to get suspicious, too, the animals, because I'm doing so much well, and gone for a good bit of the day like last night i got well, the, off work and went over there and put like the entertainment center together and shit mm-hmm. oh the very familiar layout of the house has changed you know mm-hmm. the house has been the way it was for years you know probably a decade or more and all of a sudden it's very different yeah you know a little sparse and some boxes everywhere yep um <clears throat> so I bet you it'll go good. They're good guys. They'll take it easy on their big dumb dad. Oh, yeah. They'll be excited, I believe. If (laughs) Mushu and Finn can handle it, I'm not worried about Jet and uh, Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Those are... Man, you nailed it. Jet and Walter... Walter can be a little uh, fussy about going in a cat carrier, but I got a new cat carrier. That, right. And I've had it sitting out on the table with the door open and I keep coming out and I'll catch them just laying in there sleeping or just sitting in there chilling. And like I'll be in the middle of my work day and I'll go, I'll just zip it up and take them to like because, you know, the minute I'm like, all right, guys, big day. We're about to move a couple of y'all. They're going to probably cut me to shreds. These night, they're nice guy <laughs> personas are going to fall away. No, I bet you they'll be fine. I hope they'll be fine. I'm, I'm very tired. Right. So I don't know if we're going to get a particularly long episode this this evening because I got some stuff to do and I am tired. Buddy, I fell asleep last night because I've been sleeping hard these last few days <laughs> after. So yeah, I can imagine. When all I the finally work. do get to go to sleep, my fat ass falls real, real asleep. And last night, I must have laid in some weird position for the entirety of my sleep where my fat tit was squishing a nerve in my arm and when i woke up this morning my hand was asleep to a degree i've never felt for a second i was like oh am i having a heart attack or something what is this it was maybe an hour later where i finally didn't feel like my hand was asleep in some form it was so fucked up i was out I was like uh, the guy from Megadeth. The the dude from Megadeth fell asleep with his arm over a chair and had to get some sort of surgery after that. 
to fix it. He's not going to be talking about no cryogenics with that busted ass arm. All right, we'll move on. But I had a real weird sleepy hand incident. But it should be all over in a few days. A few days. Did you... Uh, you said like sleepy hand, like yeah. your hand was. Yeah, you know, like when you sl- lay on your arm weird or something, your hand goes to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I woke up and I was Do like, you... "Oh, my arm hurts." Do you remember Murder Amongst the Mormons? Did you ever see that on Netflix? Ooh, that documentary. The documentary about the. Yeah, I guess he's a master forgerer. Mm-hmm. That was forging and the he... documents. Yeah. Yeah, the the I mean I'm about to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it. So if you haven't seen it, I'm gonna take a breath and you should just, you know, maybe jump ahead, hit the hit the skip a couple times. Um but in the end when he's in prison, he does a suicide attempt and he falls asleep, like not fall like he goes unconscious, but the thing he's laying on his dominant hand and he it's like when you lay on it and it goes to sleep or hurts, but it, it happened for so long that it caused nerve damage in the hand. So his attempt ruined his master forgery hand, you know, his ability to do the thing that put him away for so long. It's just an interesting irony. And the fact that you will, we're talking about falling asleep on your hand. Do you think, you know. but hold on. Do you think that was what happened to me? No, no. Well, that's I, natural. Like the fact that yours is not, you know, he tried to overdose on some sort of medication. No. And that's why his subconscious wouldn't bring him back around to conscious. You know, had he not done that, I'm sure he would have woken up and been like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Let me roll over. But it was the fact that he uh, he had attempted to Ooh. off himself through overdosing that Bro, made him unconscious be, for long enough. I got to be real careful at the about the position. I can't be laying on my Dude, side. Dude, you need to not with, worry about this. With this is one not somebody- Honda titty. <laughs> Fucking one man E Honda titty squishing into my wrist while I watch stuff on YouTube as I go to that big honk shoe honk shoe sleep. Ooh, I gotta this be careful. This is not something you need to be worried about. Oh my goodness, bro! Because one, I my handwriting's already bad. I ain't forging documents. But what if it fucks <laughs> he said up? I can't like, ruin these money makers. <laughs> what if it fucks up my ability to play video games or something? Or um, I don't know, man. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Can I type? Yeah, I typed I all day at my job. Can I type? See, the very fact that you're not dealing with like diminished <laughs> sensation or pain, like yeah, man, no I just damage. I guess I slept. You just on that soreness one. of sleeping wrong. You know, yeah, Oof. sleeping hard. I mean, you never sleep bad and get like the crick in your neck where it hurts oh, to look one way. You, when you get Frankenstein neck, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buddy, with this exactly. big. With this big ass Funko Pop head that I got sitting on my shoulders, when I get a crick in my neck, it's like that statue of Mount Atlas holding up the globe. You know what I mean? I get major it's Frankenstein funny. neck. Because I can tell sometimes when it's bothering you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be to the side and we'll talk, and you'll be like, huh? Like you'll turn and like Just look re- at me like out the side of your face. There, I can't remember who it was, but like they were like, hey man, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, what? Well, it was sometime recent somewhat recent i don't know i can't even keep track of time anymore man like thanksgiving happened and that feels like it was weeks ago at this point there's been so much going on oh my goodness i i feel you but if it feels like it was halloween 
I know. I feel like Halloween happened, and then that now was yesterday, and I now know. today is. It's just speeding about to be by, December first. Oh my God! Okay, this is. Well, we're going to call this the anxiety episode. It's going by so quick, my dude. You know. Mm-hmm. So, how was your Thanksgiving, buddy? We didn't. So, because of the um, busyness of everything of the holidays and me packing, I haven't been able to. Like, Will and I don't have our normal, like, let's hang out and talk shit about our day and play Fortnite or Dark Tide or something. No. So, no, that hasn't happened. We haven't really talked about Thanksgiving. How was yours, buddy? Mine was good. I, you went to I, Mississippi, right? Yep. Took Me the too. kids to see my grandmother, had Thanksgiving at her table, and, uh, and then went, took the kids to see their other grandmother, their mom's mom. And, uh, then came back home. Right. So, you know, all in all, a day of, uh, you know, two hours, two hours there, two hours back. So like four hours on the road total. Not bad. Not bad. And, you know, seeing two grandmas in the same day, I felt. That's a not like an Not like an awful grandson. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's cool. I went over um, and hung out with my family and it was really fun. I, you know, I wanted to stay longer, but I was like, Hey guys, I love you guys. I gotta go pack. And that's what I did. I got home full of Thanksgiving food, man. And was packing, lifting heavy shit, dusting shit. You know what I mean? Like just packing my ass off, packing my little ass off. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, tummy full of Thanksgiving food. The food was. Delicioso. Popping. It was really good. Very good. Man. Goose was giving me a little shit because I went back for seconds of the um, sweet potato casserole with the crispy brown sugar and pecan topping. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Man, I do. That shit slaps hard. It does. <laughs> um, it really does. That was the only seconds I went back for. And then a couple hours went by and I said, you know what? Before everything gets put up, I'm going to go have a little bit more of that. And I didn't. Yes, Goose was sir. like, my dude, thirds? thirds i was like yeah man and then you know what goose did got thirds right next to oh, me. oh my boy yeah. right next to you I'm like all right man talk a little shit i get it it's good to hear that goose <laughs> is doing well i miss that man uh you know what i did have the opportunity though i i've been waiting for uh, like phil collins man waiting for this moment so you know i show up i'm talking to goose's dad and my dad and my mom and goose's mom and my sister and then my nephew runs in and he's like mean mugging me and goofing off and stuff. And I was talking to him about what he's been up to and, you know, how's school going? And I go, have you been playing any games? And he goes, yeah, I've been playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And I said, Nani? I was like, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, and I'm really good. I use Link. And I said, all right, bet. Let's go play against each other right now. And I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you something about your old Uncle Halls here, Jackson. So <laughs> go in there and fire up the switch. And he's like, who do you play? And I go, Cloud Strife. And he goes, I don't think I have him unlocked yet. And then I go, Nani? Because <laughs> be honest with you, Will, I was kind of talking shit because he's six. And I think no matter what, I can probably beat him. But oh, you'd be incorrect. In all honesty, 
Cloud Strife is the only character I've ever really played in that game, so I don't know how to play anybody else. Oh, but okay. I, figure, I figure surely I have enough gamer acumen over the last fucking however long, too long, to defeat my six-year-old nephew. <laughs> Will he doo-doo stomp me? Yeah. And he whipped my ass, and I go, man, I'm not doing too great. And he goes, yeah, you're trash at this game. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, what? What? The, trash? And I was like, but, oh, and, you know, that's a He got that from Goose. That is 100% little Goose right there. Oh, man. That is. And it then, is. It's impressive. Hit him with the gritty. And then, like, so he beats my ass, and I have to rally in the second round. And I go, okay, so I've played a little bit of Smash Brothers before. I think I can kind of spam him with Kirby, right? Ooh, Kirby's a menace. So I play Kirby the second round, and, buddy, I don't win by a large margin. I eke out a win against him. And I'm like, oh, whew. Like, and he's do like, you do the dirty move where you suck him in and then oh, yeah. walk off the edge and then kill the both of you? Yeah, and he goes, "You know that's a cheap move." And I go, "I sure do, buddy." <laughs> but I'm doing whatever I can right now. Necessary. I was like, yeah. "Now this is about pride, my dude." <laughs> and um, then after that, he like he was like, "Let's go outside." And later in the day, he'd come up and be like, "You want to go play some more Sm Super Smash Brothers?" And I was like, "Oh." I don't know, man. I'm probably going to go have a piece of pie. You want to go hang out and have pie? Try to distract him from wanting to play anymore. Oh, man's that's a menace. That's, maybe that's, that's a good uncle. Maybe, maybe I yeah. gave myself pre preliminary nerve damage in my hand fighting against <laughs> him on a, a Joy-Con controller on Thanksgiving. My goodness. Ugh. I'm real paranoid about that shit now, buddy. I ain't gonna lie. You are. I'm sorry. Every That's time right. I, every time I do something like that, I make you paranoid. Well, and I don't intend to. Well, sometimes, will you it's my have morbid curiosity? You have the perfect story. Like, there's these times when the weirdest shit will get brought up, and Will will go, "I have a very fascinating and informative, <laughs> and sometimes, not all the times, anxiety-inducing story <laughs> to tell you." You could, if you had slept maybe an hour longer, you would have woken up to a medical emergency where I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, oh it's not at all. I'll never, not play, at all. I'll never play Final Fantasy again. <laughs> the tingling won't go away. It won't wake up. It won't wake up. I, I got a house with a basement that I got to go down like I'm in the Olympics. Your basement. Pretty is, neat. I, it's it's neat. I don't uh, Have you been all the way back in that back, back room yet? Oh, the creepy serial killer room? The unfin yeah, yeah. I was about to say, you're doing two things in that yeah. basement. Okay. You are painting miniatures for like, you know, your little, your little set. Uh -huh. You know, you get a wall full of different paintbrushes and paints and, you know, like it's like a hobby. It's like an unfinished basement. It's either a hobby place or you're building a pipe bomb. Or you are fucking skinning squirrels or some shit like in your fucking unfinished basement thing, like something. Like that's the that's the coolness of that space. It's one of the two.
Oh my God. Yeah, buddy, I'll tell you this. George R. R. Martin would have like a train set up, you know, like like that. So when I went to look at it for the first time, there was one of the bedrooms I was looking in the closet and there was this creepy chair in there, bro. And like, I know it's weird to call it a creepy chair, but it was a lone wooden paint splattered chair in a closet. And I was like, that's creepy. And I even made like a somebody joke. Somebody was painting on the ceiling. I was. I even made a joke. With, I was like, "Do you think they'll take the creepy chair? Because could you maybe ask them to take the creepy chair, <laughs> right?" Um, yeah. And then, please collect all your voodoo items and take them with you. When I first saw that unfinished room, like on my first go through, I was like, mm-hmm. "In my mind, I says." Oh, this maybe I'll get like a table. What if I need a table saw one day? And then I start thinking, well, like the fuck, like why would I a table saw? Will like oh, I can I can put like a table saw down here. The fuck I'm gonna be sawing, Will. I was thinking you would have like a 3D printer down there, or See, you would have like some shop like some Dremel tools, or you know maybe it kind soldering. Of, you, stuff it kind of seems like the um room where freddy krueger built his first knife knife glove you know what i mean oh wow <laughs> it's got the other thing is like it also kind of seems like i don't know man like what you think the bug situation is in that unfinished part of the house like the little unfinished part of the basement there is like of a tool all table the in rooms there. in the house it's probably the most you know rodent or bug prone but any any space like that is going to be and you just lay down a coat of poison around the house you know bro i gotta there's a there's a service that does it from from my house like quarterly they do it every three months you know and i even will lay down just i have you know you know just home defense poison usually a strip of that across the doors and windows on the outside and most things can't get past that and stay alive for very long if a bug gets inside and goes belly up within an hour or two listen can i ask one more favor of you i i'm trying Mm -hmm. i'm sorry doing the hat trick you think one day doesn't have to be anytime soon you could help me put up some fucking magic barriers on my window so bugs don't come in could you help me with that absolutely fuck Yeah, yeah absolutely i'll get i can get to most of it but absolutely well could i could i hire like john goodman from that fucking movie arachnophobia to come spray the shit in that area stay Ooh. out of it a little bit you know yeah and then yeah, you could bugs just don't show up is that they how just it never works come back yeah pretty much really hmm because the first one of my other thoughts in that creepy unfinished part was like I bet you there's either spiders here now or that, that like if there's spiders in the house, I bet you this is where they'd hang out. And I was like, I don't like it needs that. A, I don't like it that. It needs a broom. It needs a broom in the rafters, right? Like <laughs> none of those cobwebs I saw looked currently in use, but there were old ones. It, you know. It's creepy. It's only creepy because you haven't spent any time down there. I When I was down there in there, I was like, I could make this space my own. Like I, I could... What if it's I put creepy, like a, but you oh, could bro, I could maybe like I get okay, so first thing we get John Goodman from mm. Arachnophobia to come over and spray some poison in the basement, right? Just in yeah. that s- section, you know. Yeah. Um and uh 
then I stay out of it a little while, let the poison dissipate a bit, and then I go in there and you know what I put in? Fucking punching bag, my dude. Ooh, punching bag in one corner, fucking stand up arcade cabinets in the other. Oh, oh, turn it into a creepy arcade, Will. Mm hmm. Ooh, fucking gym arcade from the sound. Of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking MMA arcade. Let me get real pissed off at Donkey Kong and go punch this thing twice. Have the have the the, the arcade punching machine that registers how hard you hit. <laughs> it's like a fucking serial killer Dave and Buster's down there. Oh my goodness! Instead of beer, it's all diet soda and cool mm. ranch Doritos. And I and the only thing that does have cobwebs on it anymore is the punching bag because I get it and set it up and I use it for like two weeks and then one day I'm like I don't want to use the punching bag. I want to go watch anime. And then don't ever use it there's, again. There's a very prominent wall hook somewhere, wall hanger, towel hanger, mm-hmm. and it's got a vinyl raincoat on it. <laughs> just hanging. Just hanging there. There's a I didn't even notice that. There's a used vinyl rainbow raincoat. No, I'm making the joke of oh. like it's a serial killer basement. No, there's that that's not actually down there. Okay. That was cool. supposed. That was supposed to be a psycho joke, <laughs> or oh, no, American psycho. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! You were trying to say it was going to be my American psycho den, William? Well, we were talking oh, about I it know. being a serial killer basement. I didn't think I was that far off. But now, to be fair, Will, it is only one small room, right? I, I don't want to paint the picture. It does connect to it's the not bathroom. Giant. It could hold a card table and yeah, a stool. Small. And it's got you know. it's got a serial killer tool table there though. Yeah, it does have a workbench. It looks and like I, a cursed. I, I was kind of envious. I was like, "Ooh, that's nice. That little workbench right here in the unfinished basement." That's Maybe nice. I'll take up welding. Will? <laughs> it's not that big. But <laughs> go ahead. Welding your ass. Oh my goodness! All right, we should talk about Star Wars. It is. It's um, kind what of what the, there is to talk about. There, yeah. There's not much. I have Taika Waititi on Kelly Clarkson. Um. Yeah, kind of the end of an era, buddy. The last Blue Harvest from this house. They've all, almost all of them have been from this house. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it was birthed in that house. It sure was. Taking the Blue Harvest table with me, though. Best believe. Yeah, I'm gonna decoupage oh, yeah. it. That's what I'll do. I'll somehow fucking donkey kong pick up that table and take it into the serial killer room and decoupage it there you go you want to see taika watiti on kelly clarkson i do you'd probably help if you could hear it though huh i got the volume turned down a little bit let's hear that sweet kelly clarkson (laughs) okay so i heard that maybe you're doing star wars are you gonna do a star wars yeah i've been developing that for a few years okay uh, But I think, you know, with any film, but that one in particular, it's something I'd really like to get right, so I don't want to rush it. So, um, yeah. Just going to bubble along on the side. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Our family, we were Star Wars fans growing yeah. up. Yeah, me, so, too. Yeah. me too. I yeah, want to cool. capture that, yeah, that joy and the entertainment. Are so of far in her eyes. Yeah. How does she see, like, Will? I was wondering. The Jedi and all yeah. Those ones. So, um, yeah, OG. I'm trying to figure that out. And, uh, all right, take your time. It'll happen. Because you do it. 
I got to see wanna, those bags again. I want to blow in her face. No. I want to be like, whoo, whoo, whoo. you just like blow them to the yeah, side. Yeah, man, or she can't. You know what I mean? She's looking at Taika Waititi through bangs. And it seems like she's got to have fake lashes on. So, like, they have to be hitting those things. Man. The Kelly Clarkson show takes that hair and makeup department seriously. Good on them, man. That's cool. Shoo. <laughs> she is. She's I didn't even impressive. notice that the first time I watched this. And then you're like, how does she see? Yeah, her bangs are all covering her eyes. That's commitment. That's commitment. I mean, here I'm thinking they just fell, but she never brushes them aside. So, like, maybe it's on purpose. Yeah, must be. What? What? Who am I? Channeling to say? some, channeling some Sia. Um. The thing I like about this Taika Waititi thing on Kelly Clarkson is it's just like every other Taika Waititi Star Wars thing. It's well, like, the thing that I like is that it's still a go. Yeah. I like that it's not, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore, or I've kind of changed my mind, or he's just like bubbling along on the side, side project. I like that. I kind of like that. He even said, uh, I've been developing it for a few years. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll also be honest with you, buddy. It does, at this point, it has probably been a few years that we've been talking about it, but I can't tell because it just all happened so fast and it's the same update every time. Yeah, I'm working on it. I think I think he's taking the George R.R. R. Martin lead on this project of say that it's happening No, and just say, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm Man. working on it. He's kind of longer than George does to actually produce but I felt so sorry for, I know it's, I mean, at this point it's kind of a meme, but like super, super Game of Thrones book readers, because I saw a headline and to be fair, I did not read the story because it was one of those things I saw while I was working and I was like, oof, okay. That was like, George R. R. Martin says he has 1100 pages written for the next book. That's the same number of pages he had written last year. And I was like, oh, mm. oh man. Ooh. Oof. Uh, Oof. Sorry. Man. Poor guy. <clears throat> I don't think the Taika Waititi thing is like to that extreme. I think it's just a matter of. No, I, I just. He's been saying that same thing for so long. You know, yeah, I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of making sure I get it right. And I mean. When you're doing Star Wars, that's kind of the only thing you need to do is just make sure you get it right. Like, get right. the Star Wars so, of it right. I do think, you know, that if it does pan out, that that is uh, an element in its favor is that it is something that's been worked on for a while and won't necessarily be like, holy shit, we, we got to, somehow we got to get a movie announced at least. Hey, do you think the, Wonder Woman lady would like to direct a movie about X-Wings? Announce it, please. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, if it's one of those, if they let him work on it as long as he needs to, um, to where it's to the point where he thinks it's really good, I think that could potentially be a very good thing. So will it ever happen? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um. You want to hear some voicemails and shit? That's literally the only Star Wars thing of interest I could find. There might be some other I stuff do. out there, but I haven't been paying as close attention lately. I want to and listen. Nothing to that's caught my attention so far. 
I want to listen to the PG remix again. Is that cool with you, Ooh, Will? Yeah. I know I try Let's not to repeat the same interstitial song, but I want to hear this one again this week. All right. Right. Yeah, we I'm got cool with it. Will, I'll pay you $10,000 to come for the weekend and just take a year's worth of fun picks. Dude, easy money. That's easy money. I could, I would do that for no money. <laughs> PG Remix. Us, he's royalty. King Tom, the king of all time. You Tom! Help me. Walter, it was Boba. I want you to be different. Don't tattoo your arm, tattoo your arm, big old side hug, shoulder. How's it going, patrons? Listen, you get look at look at what you get, huh? Now that's wholesome. I'm just gonna put my finger through this hole with my suspenders. It's gonna be appropriate. Pause says I can be in Star Wars. They could also do a second book of Boba Fett, or not take him out of two of his own. Gosh darn. Garden. 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 Easy money. Easy money. Garden. Garden. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Aggressively toss the bean bag. Yeah, he went hard. Paint. And you know what else? We don't build. 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 We Lollipops. New poop. Sheesh. <laughs> groceries. You like groceries. Eat the grocery like groceries, man. Eat the grocery like groceries. What an edit. That's delightful. All right. <clears throat> so I think, I mean, I think we might be about to listen to another song because our buddy Jake sends us an email and says, since you're on a Dragula kick, oh, from when I played Rob Zombie. Here you go for Christmas. Nice little ditty I found last year. Not sure if you've heard it before. Uh-oh. Is this a white zombie? Oh, Lord. It's a it's a Rob Zombie parody song about Christmas, William. Oh, I'm excited. Here we go. Ooh, will this put me in the Christmas spirit, you think? I believe so. It's a fucking new metal Christmas, baby. not going to listen to the whole thing it is well done 
the man this is this dude was that dude that was doing song parodies with his buddies and they were like we should make a youtube <laughs> we should make a youtube video it's, I have to admit, I, I'm a little impressed. I'm pretty impressed uh, too. At the production value. I know, man. I was expecting the it creativeness to be... of the parody. Yeah. And I think the original song kind of lends itself to this parody, if we're being honest. Yep. It's kind of perfect for it. Yep. I might throw this on the old Bluetooth speaker on Christmas Day while I'm hanging out with the fan. <laughs> you should. You guys want to listen like... to some Christmas music? Jackson, I got something for you. Bro, my family would be like, "House, house, oh, dude!" I forgot Turn to tell off. you the other thing I got to do, which is now one of my new favorite pastimes, is fuck or fuck with Jackson a little bit, fuck around a little bit, tell yeah. him some big tales. Yeah. So you know, uh -huh. last time I hung out with him, I told him we got to see um, a UFO when we were kids. That some dude took mm -hmm. us to the Air Force Base in Columbus, and. Right. This time, I decided to fuck with him and tell him that he, or me and his mom, have an older brother named James who used to be on, they had pictures of him on um, black and white newspapers that you would see in the grocery stand checkout because he was a wolf boy. He was covered oh in hair goodness. and he had teeth like a dog. <laughs> and... My dad, maybe this is where I get it from. My dad has a creepy metal shed in his backyard that kind of looks like it would be a serial killer shed. I remember the first time mm -hmm. I ever saw a rat in my life was I opened the door to that and a huge rat ran by me and I was like, that was a rat. Um, like, you know, where he would put his, his lawnmower and his chainsaw and <laughs> his tools of destruction. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I told Jackson that James lives in that shed because he gets overwhelmed in normal society. And then this, and by the way, his mom, my sister, and his dad backed me up in the story. Oh. Because Jackson. Doesn't get any better than that Jackson when you're telling was, tall tales. Jackson was like, Dad, have you ever met James? And he was like, yeah, I met him once. And he was like, what was it, what was it like? And he was like, ah, it was interesting. Um, he was hairy. Yeah, man, man's was hairy. So now I have my nephew convinced that my parents gave birth to a werewolf that lives in the metal shed in their backyard. Man. You should uh, you should get some dog biscuits and <laughs> put them under the Christmas oh, tree. No. But to... Dude, no, the best part, now listen, this really turns it around because... Um, he goes, should we send him a plate of Thanksgiving food? Oh, that's so sweet. And I was like, oh my God, dude. Well, now I feel like an asshole. Look at this sweet, pure being. I'm pretty sure when I was his age, I would be like, listen, I have, we have to go see James right now. I have that's 30 minutes from here. We need to go see this. I have to lay eyes on this. I just have to. <laughs> this this I've kid's going to be on Reddit in 10 years being be like, like today I learned that I my don't actually have uncle a is a uncle. huge asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
fuck him. <laughs> I was today years old when I learned I don't actually have an older uncle in a shed that's a werewolf. Um, we got an email from our buddy Phil Quinn. Uh, Philip Quinn. Phil. No, he, he says Phil. Okay. I didn't want to assume. It's Phil. He's got a awesome long-haired orange cat called Obi-Wan or Obi. As a good guy. Um, hey, Halls and Will. <clears throat> I found Blue Harvest prior to The Last Jedi and have been listening to y'all ever since. While I still listen to a few other Star Wars podcasts, Blue Harvest remains my favorite to this day thanks to the friendship that resonates between y'all. Oh, thanks, buddy. Every time I listen, it feels like I'm talking to two of my friends about some fucking space wizards. It rules. However, I am not here to talk about Star Wars today. Well, convenient, Phil, because neither the fuck are we, baby. <laughs> We're here to talk about Ray Stevens. Uh-oh. And I'm sorry in advance for how long this is. When you brought him up a few weeks ago, I burst out laughing because I know you have to be... A of a certain age and have lived in a certain part of the country to even know who Ray Stevens is, let alone known how popular that guy was with a certain demographic. Will, hold on, I'm going to put a pause on it. Will, do you remember the Ray Stevens commercial that would air on TV back in the day that advertised oh, yeah. a VHS oh, yeah. collection of all his, his music videos? Oh, yeah. Greatest hits and, yeah, VHS collection. The type of yeah. commercial oh, yeah. that you never see anymore of some sort of compilation where at some point the purpose of the commercial was to do a Star Wars scroll of just all the songs that were on the compilation. Yeah. They'd be like, hits late from the night. 70s. Yeah, real late at night. Real yeah, late, real at, late night. at night on TV they used to run. There'd be all kinds of collections, mm -hmm. bands or old yep. TV there would be, I remember the Pink Floyd collection or the Eagles collection yep. or the Fleetwood Mac collection. And it would be exclusive, never before seen footage of a live concert. Um, there was also commercials for space, uh, episodes about space on VHS that you could get. And every time they'd air, I'd be like, I just need to call that number and order those because I want to see that shit. <clears throat> All right, we'll, we'll get back on track. I'm 36 year old now and I grew up in Eastern North Carolina before moving out to Kansas City about a decade ago. My hometown of Goldsboro used to run a Crime Stoppers telethon once a year that aired on public access during which you could call in, make a small donation and request a music video be played. That money would go towards the local police department. Do you remember local TV like that, Will? Oh, yeah. Dude, there was this local TV. I'm not fucking with you. And I think it was somewhat regional. It wasn't like just in Columbus. You, it might have been on, you know, the local station that was also in Tupelo or, you know, surrounding area. But it was a dude called Uncle Bud. Not Uncle Buck, Uncle Bud. And he wore a button-up shirt and suspenders. And there was just a white pad of paper and there would be kids in the audience, like a few, and he'd be like, what do you guys want me to draw for you? And they'd be like, draw an elephant, and then he would take out a Sharpie marker and draw like a quick elephant. Mm -hmm. They kind of, It was hit or miss how they looked. And then they would be like, yay! And he'd be like, and now here's an episode of She-Ra. And then they would show an episode of She-Ra. And then oh, wow. he would come back, do another drawing, and then he'd be like, and now here's an episode of whatever 
other cartoon it would be, right? That's kind of brilliant. I was on a show kind of like oh. that. I was on a, a children's public access show when I was real little. For real? Yeah, it was called Grinches and Grins. And it had puppets that you talked to. Um, Bro, you were in a off-Broadway uh, fucking production of Sesame Street? Yeah, me and another kid. Yeah, we were sitting by each other. And I kept How swinging my legs. And the teacher lady kept putting her hands on my legs to stop my legs from swinging. And it would stop. And then uh, a couple minutes later, I'd swing my legs and she'd put her hand over on my leg. My legs would stop swinging. Holy shit, bro. That's the memory I have. I remember talking to the puppet and I remember I wouldn't stop swinging my legs. Bro, I'd have been chatting up that puppet. I'd be like, what do you do? Who, who are you? I don't know, man. How do we... That has to uh, exist in an archive somewhere, right? I'm sure, maybe. We have to find that, Will. That is I my new life I don't know if you could find mission. Grinches and Grins. I'm going to do my best. You let me get my little goblin cave down there set up, and I'm going to get to work on the internet. Oh, my goodness. I'm find Internet's it. I have to. That reminds me, there was a event in Columbus every year called the Singing Christmas Tree. Do you remember ever hearing about the Singing Christmas Tree? No, I don't. So it was held in a giant church, and on stage they had a makeshift Christmas tree that was just platforms of concentric um, half circles, right? So the the half circle at the bottom was the biggest, and it then went up and got smaller, so it was kind of cone-shaped. And people stood in those circles. It was like a big stage prop. So they were standing inside the Christmas tree. There was wreaths and lightings, lights and shit on them. <clears throat> and um, they would do Christmas songs. They would sing. And then in the middle of it, they would break out puppets, bro. And every oh one of those spaces was populated by puppets that then sang Christmas songs. It oh was the Christmas jam for like the age when you're like seven or eight, you'd be like, Hey, can we go see the singing Christmas tree? Huh? And sometimes we would. And it was an event, bro. Oh my goodness. Singing Christmas. I never got puppets. this. Yeah. I wonder if there's, I got the, I got the, the passion play, you know, and yeah, that I, came I, with different flavors. Yeah. I've seen there some was of the those. Passion play that's super real serious. Sometimes. Then their passion play. That's kind of like, yeah. Uh, like a revival kind of like uh clapping and singing and dancing and then uh i got the the righteous lifters the heavy lift the power squad or whatever they were called holy shit bro the singing christmas tree is still still going, going still bro. touring there's a trailer this can't oh be my the goodness, same I one see is it. it i'm sure it's been updated this is for let's see my jingle bells so it's basically a choir. No, this is in Memphis. Yes, it's a basically a choir. No, nah, man, this they, ain't the singing Christmas tree I went to. Oh, okay. This is like the tool version of a singing Christmas tree, that production. No, nah, man, the production I used to go to was a little more ramshackle. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Oh, man. That's a little too much polish, eh? Yeah, man. America's so the singing Christmas tree is just a thing. I guess it wasn't just in Columbus. Here's America's tallest singing Christmas tree returns to Muskegon. <laughs> Muskegon, Will Wisconsin. All right, uh, well, I'll have to research that later and see if I can find Columbus, Mississippi. I really almost went redneck and said Mississippi. 
Well, Mississippi. Mississippi. Well, if you put um, the extra S's in there, you ain't from there. I am. Uh, I'm getting back to Phil's email. We got a little off track. Now, Halls and Will. The thing about these music videos is that they weren't out here playing the hits of the 80s and 90s. Oh, no, 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 no. The videos that would be played were made by lo local businesses. And I think you're catching on here, but who do you think middle-aged white folks were all about in eastern North Carolina during that time period? I regret to inform you that they love some Ray goddamn Stevens. There were no less than five Ray Stevens-centric videos that would air every single year. There was The Streak. There was Me Again, Margaret. Me Again, Margaret is <laughs> about a song is a song about a dude that keeps calling an, a lady and harassing her over the phone. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like sexually <laughs> harassing her. That's Ray Stevens for you. Um, mm -hmm. And there was, I got one, another song about streaking. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Ray Stevens. You want to know what Ray Stevens is up to in his serial killer creepy unfinished part of his basement like he's got a part that's unfinished but if he does that's what he's up to though. Uh, he's um, making squirrel and skunk dioramas uh oh taxidermy <laughs> taxidermy dioramas <clears throat> and there was one that featured your boy phil called the mississippi squirrel reviver Get the fuck out of town, Phil. This were, kid was in the Mississippi Squirrel Revival. You gotta be shitting me. That can't be real. Unfortunately. The day the squirrel went berserk in the first self-righteous church. Mm-hmm. I've seen that video more times than I would like to count. As have I. Yeah, man. I've seen I've seen that. Well, me too. Unfortunately, I have absolutely zero recollection of actually making this video for my dad's company. He's the narrator telling the story in the video. Get, get the get fuck out, out of town, town Phil, Phil, with these tall tales you're telling. But I don't know if that's because I was too young or have repressed the memory into the deepest, darkest part of my mind. Still, I remember my dad would call in every single year to make a donation and request that they play the Mississippi Squirrel Revival. And y'all know what happened? To this day, I know every single word to that fucking monstrosity. <laughs> Man, well, that makes two of us that, that I know of, but that's because my grandma loved it. Um, and I know this sounds too insane to be true, but I recently did some Googling and found a video on YouTube from 2008, which was apparently the last year they did the telethon. Wouldn't you know it? All five of Ray Stevens' songs led the video. I wish I was making this up. Holy shit. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. They were doing it in 2008, Will. I guarantee there, there was a housing crisis like, going on, Will, and they were like, I got to listen. I, I need the rock like, that is Ray Stevens that keeps me afloat. I haven't seen the streak or the squirrel revival in 364 in days. It's been a year, damn it. I want to pay some money and see that damn video. I'm going to. Um, I'll link the video below. The one featuring me starts at 7.50, but it must truly be seen to believe. If any of the listeners want to torture themselves, just search 2008 Goldsboro Wayne County Crime Stoppers Telethon on YouTube. Keep it clean, fellas. 
Phil. Okay, what's fucked up about this is that Phil just stunted on me a little bit. He was like, you want to hear something weird and obscure from my f hometown? Well, I correctly did the research and I have the evidence pr to present. And right. I poorly explained a, a, a Christmas choir in my hometown and was like, can't find it, moving on. <laughs> can't find <laughs> it. Well, okay, all right, I have to see this. He says his part starts at 7.50. Oh my goodness, the quality. I'm gonna have to turn it around down just a little bit. All right, 7.50, let's see. We'll start a little early, how's that sound? Oh, it's it's me again, Mar Margaret. Me again, Jim Margaret is about a pervert who won't stop calling this lady and sexually harassing her, and he gets arrested, and he ends up calling her as his one phone call from work. People paid money to go see this motherfucker do this in Branson. Well, that's right. That's right. Oh, here it is. That's Phil's dad. I have to say, Will, this, this is, is a homemade video. This yes, is not this the is video not the that one I, I thought uh, I was this talking about the, the one Collins. that Ray Stevens himself is in. This is fucking gold, bro. This I feel is, like this I'm is watching. Even better. I feel like I just took some fucking weird mushrooms that some dude gave me and I'm watching Adult Swim at two in the morning. I have to see a little more. Where is that's Will? That's Phil's dad, Will. Now where's oh is Phil one of these kids? Absolutely, that's what it is. I bet you that's him right there, suspended up. Was he saying he was the narrator? Is that Phil doing the narrator? No, his dad is the narrator, but he is also in the video, and I guarantee you, he's one of those two young kids in suspenders. Yeah. Something's got a hold on me. Oh, you know that dude that was in the Oshkosh Bagosh? That was his that was his week getting to play that role. That's mm -hmm. a good that's a good role in the fucking. He cut the, loose right there. Yeah, the one the guy that gets the squirrel that runs up his, his mm -hmm. Oshkosh Bagosh and he freaks out. Yeah. That is gold. That is weird regional gold. Holy shit. I wanna do have you ever seen when somebody will take a like a, a trailer for a movie or clips for a movie and re-edit them like they're a different type of movie, like turn something innocent into like the trailer for a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. I I think I want to try that. I think you could make something real weird with that. Oh, I bet you could. Uh, Sam says. <clears throat> Howdy, Halls and Will. I hope you both had a relaxing Thanksgiving with your families in the halls. I hope that all is well going with your move. Going well with your move. Thanks, buddy. So happy for you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. One of my favorite characters in the new era of Star Wars has been Cobb Vanth. I'm not sure why, but he's just a lawful good kind of character, and I hope we get to see some more of him in some way. How do you th guys think we'll see him in the future? But the real reason I'm 
uh, talking about Cobb today is something I was wondering this week about some long days walking around <laughs> Disney World. This is what he was thinking about while he was walking around on Disney World. Do you think that Boba had to fumigate his armor when he got it back from Cobb Vanth? What kind of smell do you think that Boba prefers in his armor? Is he more of a new car smell kind of guy? Or something like stale cigarettes and Slim Jims? Anyway, thanks for being the best in the game and keep up the great work. Best wishes, Sam. Man, I have never once thought about somehow, and maybe people won't believe me when I say this, and I, I would say that's fair. I have never wondered what Boba Fett's armor smells like. There's a first I time mean, for everything. I'm going to dive right in. The chest piece probably smells like BO and carbonized blaster, the carbon scoring, whatever. I don't know, man. Blaster. Maybe. But I will say the minute Boba Fett got his armor back, he was like, well, I'm going into the um, unfinished basement part of my starship and spray painting this son of a bitch mm -hmm. you know what i mean he he cleaned it up pretty quickly he sure did i would imagine cobb banth hit it with the the tatooine febreze you know maybe he set it outside let the sun bake the stank off mm-hmm mm -hmm. sand blasted it <clears throat> i mean The more I think about it, the more kind of odd the post credit scene is in Book of Boba Fett. I do like, because I'll be honest, Will, I mean, and I talked about it. The minute Cobb Vance showed up for the first time, I was immediately like sort of tense. And I was like, okay, you got to be fucking cool about this, Halls. Like, don't immediately flip out. And then, you know, obviously... The way it turned out with, I'm pretty stoked. Um, and I do mm -hmm. like the character of Cobb Vanth, but the initial reaction was pretty hesitant. But I did mm -hmm. like the character. Um, and I'm stoked that, you know, the post credit scene basically confirms that he's still alive. But when, when are they going to do anything about that with that? Is he going to show up for two seconds in the movie? And the other thing is, is that guy... Um, ones that yeah oh my goodness it's taika watiti and uh kelly clarkson talking again what's that guy's name timothy oliphant he just signed up for something kind of big is he not oh, in yeah. the godzilla show he, no, he's gonna be in the alien the series. alien show okay yeah that's what he signed up that's for. right now that doesn't mean he couldn't do both but i did see that he signed up to something kind of major um because obviously they didn't do anything in Mandalorian season three. They didn't do anything in Ahsoka. He would not have really fit into Ahsoka. If he was in Ahsoka, mm -hmm. it would have had to be a real big stretch, right? Um, and it just does not seem like they're going to do a, a season two of Boba Fett. So the door is open for us to see him again. It just seems kind of like they literally put him on ice. You know what I mean? They're like, let's put them on ice, cool down. Things got a little crazy, okay? I um, think they just needed to prove that he wasn't dead. I right. think they didn't want to sunset him, and that was their way of no. saying, hey, he's not dead. Well, yeah, and I also feel like the ending also, you know, I've mentioned it, left the door open for, uh, what's his name? 
Rick Villanueva, one of Cad Bane, for Cad Bane to still be alive. Mm -hmm. um, then again, when would they ever do anything with him? I don't know. You know what it's going to be is there's going to be Dave Filoni's going to not be able to help himself, and there's going to be some remix of that scene from Empire Strikes Back when they hire the bounty hunters, right? Um, you know, obviously it won't be the exact same, but it'll be like Thrawn hiring bounty hunters, and it'll be Cobb Vanth and um, uh, Boba Fett and the kids, the, the group of kids that Boba Fett hangs out with now the little biker mm -hmm. dudes and lady dudes and ladies um and uh who else who else are they kind of thrown aside at this point um i'm sure i'm missing a lot here i don't know one of the ugnots that they hung out with in that one episode axe woe the might sisters be reva and no not reva um Ahsoka, the sisters at Ahsoka. Oh, uh, oh, the Martez sisters. Yeah, yeah. Why not? And then that'll be it. He'll be like, "Hey," and, and maybe it won't even be Thrawn hiring them because maybe it's the reverse. Maybe the heroes need to hire some mercenaries for whatever's going on with Thrawn. And it's just like Boba Fett's there, and and um, uh, Din Djarin or somebody is like, and Boba Fett, make sure to. And he won't say no disintegrations. He'll be like, uh, make sure to bring him back alive. And he'll be like, you got it. And then you just, maybe you'll see the ship flying through in a space battle or something. See, I like to go real low. So then when it turns out maybe mid with what they do with Boba Fett, I'm like, fuck yeah, right on. <laughs> um, our buddy Florian says, I'm currently bedridden with a fever, so I'm using my friend Chat D. Oh, no. That sucks, buddy. Chat GPT to write this email while I dictate my thoughts. It's quite handy. Why are you talking this Chat D GPT about me, Florian? I don't need Skynet knowing about me, bro. I'm just kidding. It's going to come for you. <laughs> but it seems Chat GPT has trouble understanding or writing your name correctly, Halls. But I thought I'd give it, I'd just leave it as it is. Ha ha. Hey, Howls and Will. I got to get something to drink. Hold on. I'm real tired. I recently played the latest Star Wars game multiplayer mode with my daughter. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by the atmosphere it created. The characters we could interact with and the activities available were nice. I'm talking about the new Star Wars Minecraft game. A small spoiler alert, you can create your own lightsaber after searching for your crystal. The customization options for lightsaber handles, color, and types, single, dual, or, dual, or double-bladed, are pretty cool. <clears throat> Going on missions, especially when done with a companion in our case, as a father-daughter duo, was a delightful experience. We got to check that out sometimes, Will. Sometime, Will. Yeah, definitely. Especially if it's co-op. Um, another point of interest for me is the lack of behind-the-scenes documentary for the new Ahsoka series. The recent Loki series already has a one-hour video on its production. Do you think they'll release something similar for Ahsoka? I'm eager to see Ray Stevenson in the documentary, documentary and hear his insights on the filming process. 
Also, I'm curious about how often you revisit recent Star Wars movies and series. Do you rewatch them or do you primarily wait for new releases? I tend to rewatch certain scenes and delve deeper through YouTube videos or podcasts rather than rewatching the entire series or movies. Kudos to Horst for the bonus Patreon episodes, which allow us to experience the episodes anew. Wishing you both great a great week. A special congratulation to Horst on the new house. Owning your home home is a privilege and something special, as I've come to realize through my own family's experience. Good luck with the move. Take care and talk to you soon. Best regards, Florian. Thanks, buddy. Um, I have to imagine there's going to be one of those um, making of Ahsoka documentaries at some point. It always seems like they're about a month or so after. But you know what? I don't think they ever did a... I'm pretty sure they never did a um, Andor making of, right? Well... Will may be indisposed. That's cool. Oh. I'm I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm right. talking too fast and too much. No. Got me worried about nerve damage. <laughs> well, I don't kidding. think you need to worry about that. I'm just fucking around. Yeah, it's, well, so I'm an idiot. And because time is an illusion and I can't keep track of it, it's almost two months since Ahsoka's been over already, buddy. That ended October 3rd. Third. Good Lord in heaven above. Two months? Yeah, I don't know when it's coming then, man. Maybe they'll drop it on Christmas and be like, remember? We got stuff coming. Um, we still have Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a lot, but we've got it. You know, so, I don't know. Seems like there might be three different shows next year. I don't know. Who knows? Poor Bad Batch. They were like last season in 2024. And I almost feel like it's that. Um, I'm like, you sure? Because well, that, yeah, that, that had legs. That uh, I think you should leave meme that I see people use now where the guy is like, you sure about that? You sure, you sure about, about that? that? <laughs> I mean, granted, we're not even through this year. They have a, 12, a whole 12 months. Um, it just seems like very familiar from when the first season was in that, you know finished. And they're like, we're going to do a season two. And then it seemed like it got delayed a few times in the release schedule. Um, the pandemic. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know. I do think it's weird that they never, I'm pretty sure. I could just be real dumb right now and have forgotten, but I kind of feel like I would remember us talking about an Andor making of. I'm pretty sure they haven't, which is weird. Of all the shows to ha not have a making of, I want to see that. Yeah, right? It's one that I would love to see behind the scenes. And I'd love to see Filoni and Rosario Dawson and everyone else on the crew behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They mainly, I mean, okay, so now let me think. Has there been any of the, no, none of the Mando-related shows haven't had some kind of making of. They really blew it out of the water and did that multiple episode one for the first season of Mando. And then from then on, they were like, mm, maybe an hour. 
too much, too much <laughs> behind the curtain. Um, but that's not like we love. I loved that. Oh, I did too. I would watch multi-episode making of things about just about anything, man. <laughs> just about anything that I like. It takes me back to those those sweet, sweet DVD extra features, Will, and I threw them away. When am I gonna? What? How am I gonna be able to watch the making of Aqua Teen season four? Um. <laughs> As far as revisiting recent Star Wars stuff, usually about once a year for me, meaning about once a year, I will either watch the sequel trilogy again, not in a sitting, but over the course of maybe, depending on my free time, a week or two, right? Um, just because I do... Since it's the newest one, I like to watch. You know what I mean? I've seen the other ones a whole lot. But then, right. I've talked about this a ton. I have a bad habit of being like, oh, I feel it coming. I feel it coming. It's time for a Star Wars like rewatch, movie rewatch. And now I'll do it in like the weird chronological order where you throw in Solo and Rogue One as well. And sometimes I'll watch The Phantom Menace. And I'll be like, that was awesome. Haven't seen Phantom Menace in a little bit. And then I'll watch Attack of the Clones and I'll start getting like maybe a little distracted. And then I'll watch real intently when Django shows up and shit. And some of the other stuff I think is cool too. Sometimes I'll get distracted and not finish Attack of the Clones. If that happens, I have to like, because I'm not going to restart Attack of Clones in the middle. And I'm not just going to jump forward to Revenge of the Sith, so I abandon ship on the whole rewatch. Oh, la no. The last time, I got all the way through Rogue One, right? This was sometime last year. And so then I'm going on to A New Hope and just never started it. Just never started it. That's where it stalled out. So I, you know, I try to get my Star Wars in there. The weird thing is, with new Star Wars and its release cadence, even though we kind of bitch about like, oh, we don't have nothing to talk about. A good chunk of your year, you get to look forward to new Star Wars, whether you like it or not at the end of the day. Uh -huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whether it hits for you or not, there's always something coming. You just might need to wait a little bit. And there's a question mark about them future movies, but I bet you there'll be some one day. I bet you there will be. I bet you'll be... Maybe what if they come out strong, throw out a haymaker of a movie? You know what I mean? Knock it out. There's articles and shit talking about, oh, Star Wars has reignited the movie going industry. They start opening up new AMC chains and shit. Biggest <laughs> grossing movie since Barbie. James Cameron starts talking shit in the in interviews and talking about, well, okay. All right, well, have you heard about the capstone that is Avatar 5, my dudes? Watch out, because here I come. Don't forget about my blue cat people. Yep. All right, buddy. That's what about him. you? What do you, when you, so I know, I, buddy, I would also like to acknowledge that my level of busy the last few days is nothing to Super Dad Will William busy. So... <laughs> 
as a super busy dude yourself taking care of the family doing badass dad shit like it was weird we would look in my house we were looking around my house i'd be like so how does one hang curtain rods will and he's like oh it's easy and just <coughs> told me real quick i was like cool well i can't reach him but that sounds easy enough like i can yeah. i figured this out right yeah. um and uh how do you what's your opportunities to rewatch star wars or do you have to sort of prioritize the new generally stuff? i watch the new stuff that comes out right and i love the fact that we do our podcast because it gives me an excuse to kind of watch it immediately as it comes out mm-hmm. right <clears throat> i'm not quite so press to watch any other new media the way I am Star Wars. And that's because we do a podcast and I need to be up on this stuff. Um, so that's really fun for me. As far as rewatching old stuff, I used to watch Star Wars Quite a good a bit. bit. Dude, yeah. when, when Will and I lived together and there was only six Star Wars movies. Sometimes we would look at each other and be like, Empire? Empire. Empire. Yep. Yeah. And then maybe some weird dude, you know, gives you some weird mushrooms and you stay up late and watch Return of the Jedi and wonder why it looks like an animated graphic novel or so <laughs> I've heard. You know what I mean? Or so right. I've heard. I, I, you know, can't speak to it from experience. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, I, yeah, I man. do make the push to try to watch um, Star Wars with the kids every now and then. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I'll be like, Liam, you, uh, you want to watch Star Wars? You want to watch The Phantom Menace? You know, and I'll try to, you know, I'll try to sell it. And sometimes we'll get, you know, 20, 30 minutes in and just, just, just doesn't have his hooks, doesn't have the sci-fi hooks in him yet. And it will eventually one day. Cause he's, he's starting to get there. Right. Right. Yep. He start. I can, I can tell he wanted to go as Darth Vader for Halloween. Yeah. When is Vader and the yeah. Halloween party before that? When is Din Djarin the Mandalorian himself? Yeah. I remember cause you know, uh, we were talking on Discord or something. I was like, ooh, what's Liam going as for Halloween? And he was like, you never believe it, Din Djarin from The Mandalorian. I said, my dude, all right. Yep. Because didn't you say it was a friend of his at school, went to school as Boba Fett? That's right. See, that... He recognized that that's it was Boba why, Fett, buddy, and he was like, ooh, I want to be like that. That's why, buddy, I just got to go to physical therapy and get the nerve damage in my arm fixed, get the punching bag, Getting fucking weird, fucking dude in a wheelchair, fucking weird foot dude, like, like fit, so I can be real old. Cause kids like that will make sure there's something that happens with Boba Fett one day. I just gotta, I just gotta run out. Oh, the that's clock. true. You know that's what I mean? That's definitely true. Boba kids? Fett's got a movie coming eventually. No. Nah. Well. Maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe I just need to be patient. Just wait it out. A couple more years and AI is going to be so advanced it's going to make the Boba Fett movie. And it's going to look like damn near Tamora Morrison. I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) I'm not going to watch that. I would probably watch it, but I'm not going to watch that, Will. I want to, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't like that idea. It's, It's fucking... AI the companies won't be able to help themselves. Soon we're going to see 
long dead artists brought back to life in big ways. I mean, they already kind of do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the question, right? When, because I thought, you know, Tarkin was pretty well done in Rogue One. And obviously, Mm -hmm. they got the go-ahead from the estate to do it great, right? And Leia was done all right. It was okay. Granted, she was still alive at that point, but it wasn't long after. There was that weird period when Rogue One first released, and then she passed away, and then going to see Rogue One again, that ending hit quite a bit different, right? Yeah. Um. But when's the first time we see them do that for a more extended period in a movie, right? Right. <laughs> like, when do you get young Han Solo through a whole movie? Oof. Yep. Yep. They're going to do the... something with Han Solo, man. They're going to do something with him in so all these this characters are stuff. big. These characters yeah. are bigger than just their actors at this point. I almost guarantee, I would almost bet money that by the time this Mando stuff is wrapped up, that we will see Han Solo show up. I'm not saying he's going to show up for a ton of time. It might be as long as or shorter than the Luke stuff at the end of the second season of Mando, right? But mm-hmm. they're gonna do it. Harrison Ford is already down with the idea, right? He did it for mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. I guarantee they're gonna do it sometime. Or and and the last time we talked about this, uh, Steele was like, "What about Alton Ehrenreich for Han Solo?" He kind of, which is weird that none, neither of us brought him up. <laughs> we were talking about that subject that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, would that be weird? Do you think to see not for me? I would Alden be totally Aaron Reich's, on Aaron Reich's Han Solo with, um, you know, Luke from Mando season two and Book of Boba Fett. If they it were in a scene together, would that be weird? Wouldn't be weird for me, but I'm I'm I was a big fan of him as Han Solo. I right? thought he like, did a really decent job. I Solo, thought he did good. Solo is not my favorite, you know, just straight up. Right. But I do think Solo was fun. I think the pacing on Solo is pretty good. It's just like, it's weird, you know, following the behind the scenes stuff in Solo in real time. It's hard right. not to see it the first time and go, oh, that's weird. That looks like from two different productions and shit like that, right? Right. Um, that, you know, they got something to release. They got something out there to release. It's got rough edges. There are parts that I really like. I like Kira. I like Donald Glover as Lando. I, I mean, like Alden the Aaron cast Reich. knocked it out of the park as well, you know. Yeah, man. The casting was really Woody good. Woody Harrelson. Man ate the booty like groceries. Uh, uh, um, why can't I think of her name? The, holy shit. How am I forgetting her name, man? Um... The warrior lady in the cool armor, in the cool bone armor. Oh, um. How can I not think of that lady's name, my dude? Ness. Emphis Ness. Emphis Ness, man. Cool. Um, real cool. 
Castle Run. Another character that I thought was going to show up in Star Wars. I mean, Enfys oh. Nest is hanging out there like it's a cool character that could show up again. Yeah. Just like Omega. Omega is a cool character that could show up again. There are some potentials mm-hmm. that have just been left, you know, have their participles dangling out there. Dangling participles, my man said. Yeah, dude, I would be all about an Enfys Nest um, appearance and something. That is cool. The Really cool character, right? <laughs> um so you know, you know there's it's kind of like in some ways in my mind like I'm not saying they're they're all that similar at all but how I view them are very similar to Attack of the Clones. There's a lot of stuff I like about, about both movies, but as a whole you know, it's okay. Which is about the lowest grade I give Star Wars, which is still pretty high. Like right. sitting here talking about it, I'm thinking about putting Solo on while I do the last of my packing tonight. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not like I hate it, but um, I wish they would give him another chance at Han Solo in some form. You know, honestly, it's kind of canon in Star Wars, uh-oh, that after Return of the Jedi, Han grows out a beard and shit. He's in right. cutscenes in Battlefront 2 where he's got a beard, and you know I was like, pfft. I remember that. Fuck yeah. Post Return of the Jedi rules. Um, just have Alden Ehrenreich grow the beard out and, you know, just do a light touch of makeup look, make him look a little older. I think it would work. If they put him in oh, the, yeah. if they put him in a scene with computer Luke, though, that's a little weird. That well, could be a little I don't, weird. Okay. Computer Luke, I felt could have eased off you could have eased off of computer luke and relied more on actor young actor luke so and it would have been fine i'll be honest with you buddy i kind so a thing i've seen on social media more recently has been people saying i kind of think they should just have and apologies i can't remember his name the guy who is the stand-in for luke play Mm -hmm. luke and they show pictures of him and like as long as the dude's a half-decent half actor, it would work. Have Mark Hamill on set to, like, coach him and guide him along the way. You know what right. I mean? I would accept it. I know it's hard to accept, guys. I love Mark Hamill, too. He's awesome. But fucking, I don't know, man. I don't think it would be the worst thing. You know? No, I don't think it would, it would be the worst thing. I think it would work thing. fine. If he's a half-decent actor, what do I know about yeah. this man? Can't even remember his name. I'm so disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, I doubt they brought him in just for his look. I mean, totally possible, but you know, with having to deliver lines and be, mm-hmm. you know, be an actor, like I, I, I think he's probably more than just a face. No, I'm not saying he's not. I just don't know. Unfortunately, I also don't know like um, what else he's done. I'm trying to look him up right now. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Mark Hamill gets top billing um let's see <laughs> mark hamill um rosario dawson mark hamill is luke skywalker um this is all you got for me man Wiki- wikipedia surely wikipedia has more i should have gone to the real source why am i getting this light beer version of star wars information type wikipedia <laughs> and luke and real guy 
Oh my God. How is that not more? How is Wikipedia not higher in the search results? I put the episode name in. I'm doing the real Phil type research. Here we go. Here we go. All right. I don't need to read the plot the plot summary Wikipedia. Thank Synopsis. you though. Thank you, buddy. I really appreciate it. Cast. It doesn't have. I hit cast and it doesn't have anybody, man. All right. Ooh. Appearances. Damn it! Why don't I know this man's name? Okay. Who played? I think his name is Grant. Now that I'm thinking about. Luke Skywalker in Book of Boba Fett. This is ain't, this is why I'm not too worried about Fett. Mark. Okay, yeah, I know Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. I love him. I love him. <laughs> I get it. Okay, okay. Who is the other guy, my man? This guy, this man's um fucking screen rat with the preamble. I got to read four pages before they just answer my question. Okay. It's like the internet recipes where you got to read the story of how great Aunt Tilly. Aside from special effects used to D.H. Hamill to play his 28-year-old self, Max Lloyd-Jones served as Luke's stand-in. Okay. Got him. Okay. <laughs> I, I think his name is Grant. His name is Max. Big dummy. Okay. We're just going to... Huh? I don't think that's the same guy, man. I think it could be. Huh? Well, I'll be damned. Is that the same guy? It is the same guy. Was there a different guy for Book of Boba Fett? No, no. I'm not digging any deeper. We're just going to leave it there, huh? That's him holding Grogu in the first picture, right? Yeah. So that's the weird thing is all the behind-the-scenes pictures are from book of, or from Boba Fett. Not the fuck, man. Mandalorian season two. I'm not seeing any behind the scenes book of Boba Fett pictures, but maybe I type his name and book of Boba Fett. How do I not remember this? Huh? <clears throat> it ain't helping. It ain't helping one bit. Well, the mystery remains. Boba Fett episode five features cameo from Luke Skywalker actor. Is that the same guy, Will? I don't know. Is that the same guy? I gotta get X. <coughs> Just about everybody can pull that thing off. Think they make one big enough for my head? You know, we gotta. I gotta end it, buddy. I I didn't realize I'm keeping you so long, sitting here babbling, just trying to find Not out who played me. Luke. Why is it showing? comic book covers this is why i'm not worried about ai will <laughs> ai would be able to give me this goddamn answer that's all i want am i going to imdb the hellscape that is imdb no if 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 ai really has been birthed it will keep itself quiet for as long as possible Oh, here we go again. Let's have a mini <laughs> heart attack. It's not even midnight yet. <laughs> Nerve damage and killer AI. I should get a video crew together. Okay. Is this okay? Top cast: Tamara Morrison. 
they top cap. Mm. He's in that. Is he even in that episode? No, he's in it once. He's looking at a hologram and doesn't say a goddamn word. Pedro Pascal, Rosario Dawson, Sophie Thatcher, David, who's this? The Major Domo. Okay. Garza Flip. Man, pour one out for Garza Flip. Uh, Garza Flip. Gamorian Guard, Deputy Scott, Joe, Twi'lek Server, WeK Proprietor, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Yes. Yes, I know. Okay. Where's the rest of the cast? All cast and crew. All right. No, we're getting there. Okay. Um, are you kidding me? Rest of cast list listed alphabetically. Are you fucking kidding me? It's not listed. Makeup department, production management. Bro, if they put this poor man this down low on the IMDb, jeez Louise, how many people? What are who are all these people? Stunts. Okay, is he? What was his name again? Todd. What is Max it? Lloyd? Max, Max Lloyd Jones. Okay, okay. A camera and electrical department, animation department. Tune in next week for if we when we find out if this guy was in that like thing. I'm gonna remember. Well, <laughs> we got to get this answer now. The people have to know. You know they're screaming it. You idiot! You idiot! Why do I listen to this? Okay. Oh, he was in War of the Planet of the Apes in 2017. Okay. Um, the Mandalorian. Double for Jedi. Okay, he's listed there. Is he listed in Book of Boba Fett? He's listed as Lieutenant Reed. Maybe that's the no. Pilot. Yeah, that's his pilot, but he is not listed. Who the fuck was it then? Was it just all? Did they just do all Mark Hamill in Book of Boba Fett? Am I an idiot? Hold on, Babbage. Bro, I am dumb as hell tonight. Okay, here we go. Luke Skywalker. We're going to the true source for accurate information. Fair and accurate information, Will. YouTube. Luke Skywalker, Book of Boba Fett. Behind the scenes, baby. Six minutes, we can't watch the whole thing. Okay? We can't watch the whole thing. You're trying too hard. Don't try. This is some dude. This ain't official. This is some dude talking about it. Get out of town. Get out of here. We were robbed of this Luke Skywalker deleted scene. How is not the. Maybe they don't want you to know. Maybe they don't want you to see. I feel like they have shown us, Will. And I feel like there should be an official Disney bit video where they're like flexing their nuts, being like, look what we did. Right? There had to have been one of those. I'm sure I saw Or maybe them. they just they don't want you to see. They only want you to associate the finished product. No, they show it in the behind the scenes. I mean, you know, they did for They do do the before and after. Disney. Like the difference. Okay, let's go to their official page. Okay. Let's cut to the... Oh how goodness. is it not the first thing that pops up when you search YouTube? What's wrong with me, Will? 
Why can't I don't I think it's you, man. It's my fucked up ag- algorithm. It's like, oh, did you mean to look up? Oh, you pr- you clearly mean raccoons just dressed up as Disney characters. Um, hold on. Okay, book of Boba Fett. Want to watch on Disney Plus if you love Book of Boba Fett. There's only four official Book of Boba Fett videos on the Disney YouTube channel. That's it. So what you guys should do, okay, is you should go and check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music for the show. They're Stone Cobra. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonecobra.bandcamp.com. Um give us a review please why would you please do though (laughs) (laughs) check out high potion um that's it for the last episode from this house my dude i don't know that was it we'll see you guys next week until then this has been blue harvest and i'm i'm halls burkhart i think and i'm will win i'm not even quite sure anymore may the force be with you may the force be with all of you may the force be with us